0: We are going higher indeed, everyone. Welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. And it is snowing as I'm looking out my studio window. It is snowing here in Dallas, Texas. Woohoo!
1: <laughs> it is, and it is colder. Than a well digger's butt out there.
0: <laughs> well digger's butt. Oh yeah, I had to break out my Bill's Mafia hoodie with the, uh, you know, with the uh, the hood on it. Yeah, <laughs> with the hat on it, the hood on it this morning, and uh, searching for mittens, and you know. Knit hats and anything I can do to keep myself and my babies warm, uh, but it is cold outside. Baby, it's cold.
1: <laughs> hey, baby, it's cold,
2: cold outside. outside.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? I'm so looking forward to today's show, but before I do, and I'd like to bring Dr. Uh, Dr. Joel Verman is in. Uh, he's on the whole hour today, but I'm going to bring him in uh, now because I'm gonna, we're going to chat it up. Dr. Joel Verman. Dr. Joel, how are you doing?
2: Doing great. Great to be here.
0: Yeah, great to be here. So I, I was going to, you know, come up, uh, d- discuss some Christmas things, would you rather, uh, with you, before we get into the content of our show today, which is healthy eating for the holidays, but you're Jewish. So uh, and Hanukkah started last Friday or Saturday, right? And is it still a Hanukkah right now, or are you guys, well, how's, it, how's it go? How's it work?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's still Hanukkah right now. It's still oh, Hanukkah. Yes, I'm, I'm... <laughs> yes but- it is.
0: I guess well well I, I my second husband was Jewish so I mean I get it uh, and but uh you know but you guys are still uh, you you go
2: My first wife was Jewish.
0: Really? Good. <laughs> and how about your second? <laughs>
2: Oh it's my only wife,
0: <laughs> oh, your only wife, okay <laughs> okay, yeah, typically, uh I have to say when Jewish men and women get married, it's for life, which is very refreshing and very nice, um and certainly honorable, but it's always great to have you with us. Will you want to play along for with our Christmas? Would you rather uh drink hot chocolate or drink hot apple cider? That's the first one. What would it be, Dr. Furman and Jerry? <laughs>
1: Uh, I would drink well, I would hot ever chocolate. Drink hot chocolate. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. I drink the Mexican hot chocolate. It's got the spices in it, you know. And um, what else does it have in there? I, I, I'm. It's, it's,
2: it's a little. It's I'm not, different. I know, I, I don't, rec- I don't shoot up with heroin. You know, either. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I'm guessing you don't smoke cigarettes either. You're not you're not taking a drag right now, Doctor Furman, right?
2: <laughs> right, right. In other words, liquid sugar, hot chocolate, liquid sugar, right. that's a drug. Goes yeah. right to the brain, brain stimming nutrients. It's causes it linked <laughs> yeah. to dementia and brain and depression. So I'm I'm saying these holiday foods aren't just we're not recreating with food, we're recreating with drugs because food has drug effects oh, when yeah. you take such high concentration of sugary substances into the brain.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm not uh, going to
2: do that in my brain because you, you pay you don't pay the have to pay the bill now, but as you age, all that sweet drinks you consumed when you were young, and all the sweet foods and sugar and candy and desserts, and then you pay the price comes uh-huh. due when you're older, and that's the yeah. price that too could become diabetes, a heart attack, a stroke, dementia, depression. You don't eat those things and not pay a price for them. Mm-hmm. You it's pay so a true. significant price. Yeah, for yeah, eating yeah. that kind of junk food.
0: You really do. People don't think about it, though. But once in a while, during the holidays, isn't a cup of hot uh, hot uh, chocolate or maybe a cup of joe with a little um, coconut cream or whipped cream on top maybe a good thing? That's a healthier option, isn't it? With the coconut cream.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're saying you put the coconut cream on the hot chocolate, and it makes it a healthier option. Look, no, wait, right. no, I no, I said a cup of joe.
0: No, oh, I said a cup of joe. So a well, cup of coffee. Oh, a cup.
2: Oh, a cup of... Oh, Joe means coffee. coffee.
0: Joe means coffee. <laughs> Where are you from? I thought you were from New York. No? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I live in the boondocks.
0: You live in the boondocks. In which state?
2: No, I've, I've lived in Jersey the last 30, 40 years. But now oh, I've in New the last three years. Yeah.
0: No. Well, you know, Jersey, New York, I know a lot of a lot of people say, oh, no, they're very different. But, you know, I have uh, my family's from New York, but I have cousins and family in New Jersey as well. In fact, you'll find this really funny. I don't know if I've told you this before, Dr. Furman. I actually have cousins that live in New Jersey and they're in the bagel business and have been for many years and they sell bagels to all the New Yorkers and bring them over the bridge. How do you like that? So I'm my, my family's in the bagel business.
2: Wow. <laughs> Well, and? my family was in the <laughs> shoe business for all those years in New really? York
0: City. Oh, like, my gosh. Yeah. You know,
2: we, 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 Selling shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Orthopedic a- shoe stores.
0: Oh wow! How cool is that? Well, my dad used to um, used to make shoes. He and my uncle, my uncle Bingo, that's what they used to call him, uh, in upstate New York. Made and shoes. Ma- my father made shoes. He yeah. was a cobbler. We had a cobbler's bench in our in our cellar in upstate New York, Sweet. and he repaired all of our shoes. And uh, yeah, for sure. And also, here's another funny, interesting fact about my family. So my first cousin. Uh, he is. Uh, he was on The Sopranos for many, many years. He was uh, the top FBI agent. You remember the guy, the character in The Sopranos? That was. That's
2: my first cousin. Really? Yeah. I have really. a first cousin that was also <laughs> on The Sopranos. But he played the criminal. He Are was, you kidding he, he me? He played all the. Cr- no, I'm serious. I have a. Cousin, oh a first my god. Who seriously? Who played? He was a Jewish guy, but he looked Italian. And they always played a mafia <laughs> guy or some criminal no, on these television shows. No,
0: A lot of Jewish really and Italian true. guys, are, well, first of all, Jews and Italians have worked closely for many, many years. Um, they have. They, they, I mean, just like the movie The Godfather. I mean, you know, right? They have. And, um, but that's so crazy. What are the odds that your first cousin and my first cro- cro- cousin, who I'm absolutely sure know one another, were both in The Sopranos? That is insane. That's absolutely. totally
2: amazing. And that I is my amazing. cousin, her name is Ellen Weston. She's older now in her 80s, but she used to be on Get Smart. She used to be the oh. ballet dancer, the agent, the secret agent on Get Smart. You remember that show? Yeah, I love that show.
0: Yeah, she was the first girl, I think, on television that I thought, oh, wow. You know, when you're little, you're, you're impressed. I used to think she was, um, you know, I thought she was sexy. Uh, not, in a, not in a weird way, but I remember I liked her style. Let's put it that way. And I thought, oh, I like her style. She was. No, she she was was
2: very sexy. She was. She's on a lot of different television shows.
0: (laughs) We can talk about. (laughs) What are the odds? I love having conversations like this, just off the cuff. You know, that's what makes live radio so much fun. But I have to ask. I want to go through this list, and we'll just have fun with it. So, Christmas. Would you rather? It's a Christmas. Would you rather? Okay. So, um, I know you guys give gifts at Hanukkah, right? Don't you? Give gifts.
2: Well Dr. yes, when we were young, I mean we gave kids yes, to the kids okay. and stuff like that. So Even do you now, open we give gifts to our family because we have a mixed family with yeah. we give Christmas gifts and Hanukkah gifts. We have a lot okay. of family members who are Christian and, and Jewish, so right. we have all mixed. But we don't really give gifts among the adults, but among the kids we do.
0: Yeah, and the kids. But so do you like to open the presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? How do you guys roll with it? The morning. In the morning. Christmas yeah, me morning, too. definitely. Me too. First thing Christmas morning. Yeah. You, this is something funny. So I bought this um, big cutout. It's like six feet. It's a, a Santa. It was really cute, kind of old school. And it's got the little joints where, you know, the, the arms can move and the legs. And I thought it would be so cute to put it on one of the one of the doors in my home, you know, to make the house more uh, festive. And so I put it on the back door. And it's so funny because Marie said, oh, watch it. That might scare you. And <laughs> so I said, oh, yeah, we've done that before, you know, with other. There's, I've done cutouts before and had them in the house. Oh my gosh, I can't think of that one movie. And we had one um, with the vampires that was so popular. That really hot guy, what was his name? That was in that those vampire movies. Help me out here, Jerry. You're
1: going to have to be more oh, specific. No. Ah, Doug garnet. Oh, in- are you talking about Angel?
0: No, uh, no, he's a real. He's no, oh. he was
2: in. The, he was in Harry Potter movie too. Um, yes, he was in the. Yes. Vamp- jump- Her- um- Oh, can't on! I can't think of his
0: name. Well, we'll think of. It. I had a cutout of him, and it used to yeah. scare the bejesus out of me all the time. And then I would move him, and I, every time I'd move him, I'd forget where I put him, and I'd come around the corner, and I'd be like, ah, you know, because he'd scare me. So that's what happened this morning with the Santa. <laughs> when I came around the corner, and I looked to my right. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it was the Santa. <laughs> I love scaring people, Doctor Furman. I'm really weird. Like that. was he was he
1: the 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 one that just recently played Batman?
0: Uh yeah, that's th- him.
2: That's him. What oh, well, I was thinking.
1: What's his name? um, None of us. Yes, he was the sparkly vampire. Hang on, I can look this up. Oh my gosh! Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna Google it. He
1: recently
2: got the Batman role. That's right.
0: Ah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, what the heck is his name? And he's real tall and dark and handsome. I got it.
2: Robert Pattinson. That's it. That's it.
0: That's it. That is it. Yes. Yes. Well, well, I used to have a cutout of him in my house that we.
2: (laughs) I'm
1: getting text messages now. People are screaming at me, Robert
2: Pattinson. (laughs) Yeah, all these guys who play vampires are sort of pretty um, handsome guys, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Uh, Yeah. 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 Sexiness sells. That's for sure. Okay. so I'm looking at the clock, but I want to ask you one more. Okay. so we'll kind of play with this as we go throughout the show. So, Dr. Furman, would you rather make a snow angel or a snowman? Which one?
2: No, the building of a snowman and making it <laughs> high and putting stuff on it requires more artistic and fun for the whole family. So definitely building a snowman. A snowman, no a big snowman. deal. You do it in like five minutes. Yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that, uh, and I love having you on the show. You're so funny. Uh, we're gonna be. We're gonna go for a quick break. When we come back, more coming up with Dr. Joel Furman and I'll officially introduce him. We're talking about healthy eating for the holidays. Stay tuned, everyone. You are listening to One Life Radio. <laughs> if you miss the show not to worry you can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at one life radio.com or your favorite podcast app be sweet <laughs> in today's environment books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the Fight for Truth, The Courage to Face COVID-19, Preventing Hospitalization and Death While Battling the Biopharmaceutical Complex by True Crime Writer John Leake and Prominent Research Cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and The Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone and Cause Unknown, The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock Fund Manager Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, President of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com.
2: Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. Out of all the reindeers, you
0: know you're the mastermind. All right. I love Christmas music. Oh, dear. <laughs> Everyone, welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Dr. Joel Furman. Uh, if you're just now joining us, Dr. Joel Furman—he's uh, an MD and is a board-certified family physician, seven-time New York Times best-selling author, and nutritional researcher who specializes in preventing and reversing disease through nutritional methods at his Eat to Live retreat in San Diego, California, uh, and through his books, television specials, and virtual speaking engagements. Dr. Furman shares his nutritional protocols with people around the world seeking to recover from obesity, food addictions, diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune disease, cancer, and other serious concerns. You can find Dr. Furman at his website drfurman.com or on Facebook at drfurman or on Instagram at Joel Fuhrman, MD. And happy holidays to everyone out there listening. I want to remind you before we get into the uh, into the topic today, which is healthy eating for the holidays with Dr. Furman that uh, it is illegal in Texas to leave your dog outside without proper shelter In extreme temperatures. It is very cold outside, and I ask everyone out there listening um, to please protect their pets and keep them warm like you would yourself. And uh, if you have friends and family, remind them as well, too. It's going to get very, very cold in the next couple of days, and we want to minimize any suffering of these poor animals. And bring that's, in your dogs. Bring in your dogs you. and your cats. Yeah, it, it's, it's just really important. It's the right thing to do. Do. it's always the right thing to do. Okay, so let's get started on this and as I said, happy holidays everyone. We are so happy to have Dr. Furman with us uh, for our uh, holiday show here to encourage us all to eat well before we get into the holiday season like really, really into it. And I know that our listeners will appreciate your advice, Dr. Furman. So, let's do it. So, many people consider the holidays like a free pass to overeat, high sugar, processed, high-calorie foods, as you know. But how do you approach the holidays from a diet uh, standpoint, Dr. Furman? And are Are you ever tempted by all the sugary rich holiday foods
2: not really I mean I always say to people you can get 10 men to like hold me down and tie me to a chair and couldn't force that stuff down my throat you know it's like to me I see it as a drug and I view it as like you know self-abuse or self-destructive behavior Um, because you can make stuff that tastes just as good and fun to make with your family and your kids that taste that's, that's healthy versions of those things. You don't have to take the sugary junk with, you know, with butter and sugar and honey and such a high degree of sugar in your bloodstream to create, you know, we're getting, we're using sugar to get this central nervous system high, which drives overeating behavior. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it leaves us with, with serious illnesses. Because don't forget, one thing we got to keep in mind is that most heart attacks and strokes occur during the holidays and around new year's time when people binge on food and eat a lot of sweets and excessively overeat mm-hmm. because the rapid regain of the rapid gain of weight during vacations you know cruise ships holidays and particularly around the holidays is when people put on this rapid regain of fat, which gets more visceral fat, which means more fat around the heart, more cholesterol buildup around your blood vessels, and increasing the, the propensity to have a clot, or to throw a throw a clot, or have a blood vessel crack. And you know, and so we're talking here about the dangers of rapidly gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And there's so many. And my specialty, and my the fun, and how much I love doing this is all based on showing people how we can make incredibly delicious food taste great without using a lot of sugar and butter and and all the healthy, fattening stuff. We can make ice cream, for example, by blending in frozen bananas with macadamia nuts or walnuts and real vanilla bean powder, and it's sweet enough just by whipping the frozen Mm. banana with a little plant milk. Or we can make pies, and we can make... You know all kinds of delicious puddings. We could even make pudding with agar agar soaked in water or soy milk, and then we could mix in, blend in some mango or frozen veg, frozen fruit, or make vanilla flavorings, or make we, you can make chocolate things with a little dates, and you could use a whole medjool date as a sweetening agent, which then doesn't have much free sugar, because when you eat when you use fruit for your sweetening agents, the sugar is bound to the fiber. Which mm-hmm. eases its entry to the bloodstream and supplies the phytochemicals and antioxidants to create the damage take from taking isolated free sugar. Like when you take in just plain sugar, the body can't make it, make it into energy efficiently. There's no cofactors, vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals for so the mitochondria to convert it into energy. So it's more readily shunted into fat, mm. the fat stores. And you feel lethargic and you're getting that initial high but the high then affects the dopamine centers in the brain to make you more dopamine sensitive and want to crave more sugar mm-hmm. and it bends your taste buds to, so the more sugar you eat the more sugar you want and we have a nation of sugar addicts and and of course you know halloween the holidays birthday parties and during and people celebrate using this socially acceptable drug, drug. Yeah, which is I agree. sugar it's yeah. so and we can do it. We can do it with fruit, and we can get exotic fruits. And we, can, but in any case, we can make so many healthy. We can make brownies. We can make brownies out of using like black beans and mixing in cocoa powder, almond butter, dates, and you know, and a little bit of oat mm-hmm. flour, and make a delicious you know brownie. And then we could put whipped cream on top, or we can put some vanilla ice cream on top, made by whipping up some soy milk and bananas with real vanilla bean powder, you know, Mm -hmm. and a few and maybe in a few nuts or something. Yeah. So I'm saying that's a big difference between your sugar from a fruit or a dried fruit, or even getting um, bread, white flour compared to a sprouted grain or to using, you know, there's all healthy ways we can make these um, good tasting foods taste great.
0: Yeah, no, I would agree. And so what are some, what are some, do you have any more? Where, first of all, where's that brownie recipe? Is it on your website at drferman.com?
2: Yes, I've got about a thousand, I got about actually 10,000 recipes on the website, but I got a, yes, you can search for the brownie recipe on drferman.com or, um, or my cookbook, my eat to live cookbook. I have that too.
0: I have your cookbook downstairs. I do. Uh, I'm going to be perusing through it Uh, after the show. I'm actually uh, going to get a couple things at the grocery store. Um, I'm almost afraid to tell you what I'm making, but it's, (laughs) it's a a traditional meal and my kids and everyone in the family always ask me to make my stuffed shells, you know, and I make my uh, sauce uh, typically from scratch, you know, fresh tomatoes that, you know, that I uh, cook down and uh, I, and, uh, you know, I sometimes will use uh, without telling them, like vegan ricotta and things like that, to you know make it a little less, a uh, little less dairy. Uh, and so sometimes I can make them with no dairy. There's a, so many great substitutes right now, isn't there? Uh, if you want to eat, there's
2: nothing greater health-wise than the thickened tomato sauce. Oh, you know, yeah. I'll even take the, take the commercial tomato sauces that you buy that are more watery, and I'll cook them down more to get more of the water out and mm. concentrate the flavor, or I'll drop sun-dried tomatoes cut up into the sauce to thicken it up, mm. and then, of course – you know, I'll use, I'll use like a bean pasta, like a lentil pasta or a chickpea pasta or an edamame pasta. I really love the edamame pasta. It's made from soybeans, so it doesn't have the glycemic effect of the white flour pastas. Mm. And people like it just much with a great tomato sauce on there with some peas mm. and stuff makes a great dish.
0: Yeah. Well, and I'm having a big salad. You'll be proud of me. I had three big salads in the last three days, Dr. Furman. I swear, every time I go to Costco and I buy one of those big bags of salad, I always think of you. Or the big thing, <laughs> I bought some a bag of the frozen wild blueberries, too. Uh, you can find lots of ways to uh, make a, a healthier options for yourself. You just have to be willing to open your mind a little bit, right, and your palate.
2: Oh, absolutely. Actually, I, I to make, wanted to you know, tell you, Dr. Furman,
1: that uh, oh, last time you were on the show... Um, I decided to use uh, your G bomb, yeah,
2: and made a salad from that.
0: Nice. Let's talk about G bombs.
2: <laughs> yeah, great. That's great. And now, you know, I always my favorite part of making a salad is to making a delicious salad dressing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll sometimes make a on the holidays. I'll make a fruit based dressing, either an apple pie salad. With apple, and cinnamon, and nutmeg, and some nuts, walnut oh, nice. mixed in, you know, and, and some making, and some, and I'll put some apple cider vinegar in there, or I'll make an orange dressing, like an orange sesame dressing with toasted sesame seeds and cashews. And then I'll take the oranges and I'll squeeze a little lemon and put some blood orange vinegar in there and make a great tasting orange dressing. Mm-hmm. And mix it with little orange slices or pomegranate and arrows in the salad too, or a little pieces of strawberries. So I'll mix fruit in with the veg, in with the vegetables, and eat it all mixed up together. You know, there he goes, um, making me hungry about- again. <laughs> you were saying about the G bombs and the G bombs. You know, it's funny. I just saw on my in the internet today there are restaurants in the L.A. area now and around Sacramento serving G bomb soups. They must have got this G bomb advertising G bomb soups because G bomb stands <laughs> for the most powerful anti-cancer foods people can eat. And we're saying, well, let's eat foods that fight cancer that taste great. And those yeah. the G bomb stands for obviously greens, beans, onions. Mushrooms, berries, and seeds. Mm. Yeah. So I'm all... talking about making soups with like greens, beans, onions, and mushrooms in there, and different types of mushrooms in your soups cut up, you know, with, and then you blend the onions in the blender to make like an onion puree and pour oh. it into the base of the soup to thicken the flavor in the soup. And then I also, of course, add carrot juice to the soup, fresh squeezed carrot juice into the soup with the onion puree, and then you put the beans and the peas in there and the chopped mushrooms and the spices and other flavorings to make delicious-tasting holiday soups.
0: Mm, And lentil soup. Well, I'm sure you have a good lentil uh, soup recipe from your mom or your dad. Somebody in your family has a great uh, lentil soup recipe. Is that in your cookbook as well?
2: Yes, we have lentils. We actually have a sweet and sour lentil soup made with prunes, To bring it up, to sweeten it a little bit. And then we take the ground up prunes and we add a little apple cider vinegar into the soup base, too. Um, But yeah, I have all these ways people can eat these healthy anti cancer foods and make them taste delicious. You know, I've been, you know, so one of the the joys of doing this is people telling you, oh, wow, I really enjoyed this recipe. I enjoyed that recipe. And you know, you're encouraging people to eat healthier food through the holidays, all year round. Mm -hmm. They can eat healthy food and not feel they're depriving themselves of either eating food volume or for or good taste because they're learning how to make healthy foods taste great.
0: Yeah, and that's a, bit, that's a, that's a key to it, right? Any other um, holiday – are there any special holiday recipes that you make only on the holidays and your uh, healthy recipes that you make only uh, during like Hanukkah or Christmas, Dr. Furman?
2: Well, yeah, we kind of make like more like a fruit pie, like an apple pie, and put the ice cream on top of an a- on the apple pie. Either a pie with like a an o- with a crust made of shredded coconut and mm. oats, and maybe some ground pecans mixed with a date coconut roll pressed into the base of the pan. With like we're baking the apples and the on top, and then we serve the ice cream made with the bananas, you know. Or, or sometimes we'll even mix a little bit of um soft tofu into the banana vanilla mixture. And make this, you know, with and add some nuts for the creaminess. Of course, my mm-hmm. favorite nut to add is a macadamia nut because it really has a great um, flavor when you make a banana and put the ice cream on top of the apple pie. My kids love that apple pie a la mode. And during the holidays, we often make sweet potato pie, which we don't regularly make that much. And sometimes we'll make we'll bake the sweet potatoes at a relatively lower temperature, like 325 for two hours, and then we'll take the sweet potato, of course, and we'll actually whip it in the blender. With a combination of something, maybe it could be apple and date, or it could be orange and date. Lately, we've been doing like orange and lemon and date into the sweet potato and cinnamon, of course. Mm. What oh, and about I also it in the holidays. I make a, I make a cranberry sauce. Like I forgot that. I make a cranberry <laughs> sauce by putting cinnamon, and I put the pomegranate balsamic vinegar in with the cinnamon in the in the stewed cranberries, and then I mix the dates, the medjool dates in there and blend it all up and make a great cranberry sauce. But sometimes what I do is I take the agar, agar is like a seaweed that makes things gelatinized like Mm Jello. and I'll lay out the cranberry sauce mix that I just talked about, and then I'll take the the agar that's been mixed in water, and I'll mix the water agar mixture in with the cranberry, dates, cinnamon, pomegranate, balsamic vinegar, and and, and I'll just let it gel so it comes out like a cranberry jello type mixture. And the holidays, people love that. I love to eat cranberries during the holidays.
0: Oh, I love cranberries, and they're really good for you too. Um, and not if they're loaded oh, yeah, with sugar. You. you know, traditionally, even if you buy them fresh, you know the, the recommended recipe on the package is a cup of sugar, which I know is making you cringe right now. Hearing that, I know I'm yeah. sure you're familiar. Um, but yeah, that's a, those that those sounds like those all sound like great options. Okay, so uh, let me ask you this: since this is on this list of Christmas, would you rather uh, would you rather cook a holiday meal or clean up the dishes? Which one, uh, Jerry? You go first. Dishes. Dishes? Okay. Dr. Furman.
2: Wow. I'd much rather cook. <laughs> but I like having cooking with other people cooking with me so I can assign yeah. them projects. And sometimes, you know, you do this, you chop this, you get this ready. I like to be the...
1: Yeah. I agree. If it's all Co- if it's a, coordinator, a big group you know, thing, then yeah, that, <laughs> that would be cool.
0: I'm actually the sous chef for my oldest daughter who's cooking the whole meal with her father on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. I'm cooking, you know, all my little things. And I take these uh, roasted poblamo peppers, uh, uh, Dr. Furman, and I, uh, I saute them. At first, I, I roast them on a kumal, which is like a Mexican iron skillet. And, uh, and then I mix it in with either heavy cream or coconut cream, and I serve it on fresh made potatoes, um, boiled potatoes, and that's uh, kind of like a family tradition uh, dish that we Delicious. do. I love, uh, pl- am I saying it right? Poblano, right?
2: Poblano, yes.
0: Poblano peppers. Yeah, I always say it incorrectly. <laughs> let, me, let me give people me. a tip
2: then, because let me give them a little holiday tip, okay? Okay. Because you can make great tasting fried onions to add to cauliflower mashed potatoes or to add to the roasted pepper dish. Make the fried onions by without having to fry it in oil, those extra calories. You can just take a hot pan. Like a pan like you were using, get it nice and hot, and throw the uh-huh. chopped onion right on the pan. And it'll sizzle and bounce off the pan. The secret is the hot pan, because the pan's warming up with the onions in the pan. The onions Ooh, will stick to the yum. pan. The pan's very hot. Before you throw the onions in, the onions will sizzle on the top of the pan, and you can stir it with a with a, spat, with a wooden spatula, and you can cook the onions so they just go from glistening to a little bit of light brown and start to caramelize and taste delicious. Mm. And you can Sprinkle those onions over the peppers. Oh so yeah. You can put it over baked eggplant with, with a little bit of currants and cinnamon. You can use it in, in any dish. And I like to make a a baked potato dish. I mean a mashed potato dish, which is mostly cauliflower because it lowers the calories down and uh-huh. lowers the glycemic load by putting a little bit of potato, a lot of cauliflower, a fried onion, maybe some chopped spinach in there too, and maybe a little spices like um, I love the you know the sage and nutmeg or, or you could use mm-hmm. those. The Simon and Garfunkel spices, right? The, those pop singers who <laughs> were the anti-cancer pop singers, Simon and Garfunkel. You uh-huh. Remember that song where they sing Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme? Oh, yeah. Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, uh-huh. and Thyme. Remember that uh-huh.
0: one? Yeah, yeah.
2: Don't, That's awesome. Yeah, the, so we're talking, we're talking about the people recognizing the power of these superfoods to prevent cancer and to utilize these flavors to make mm-hmm. things taste good at the same time.
0: Yeah, and you can use celery root instead of cauliflower or just make straight cauliflower mashed potatoes. They're very um, delicious as well. But, uh, I love that. that. Yeah, and no, I haven't done yeah. – I, I You typically...
2: put one Yukon gold potato into the cauliflower mashed potato dish, and it'll, okay. it'll be like a great combination. Okay. And I, and do... I also – oh, chopped dill. You put fresh dill on top is really good on the, college, on the mashed okay. potato too. I've
0: got to go back to I got to go back to the store now. I need I, I need dill. You're right. <laughs> I almost bought dill the other day, but I was in such a I was in such a hurry, and then I was like, ah, oh, geez. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and uh, get a few more things. And um, this is fun talking about food with you, Dr. Furman. We're way over time to go to break, but we'll be right back. More coming up with Dr. Joel Furman. Everyone, you can find him at drfurman.com, Facebook at drfurman, or Instagram at joelfurmanmd. We'll be right back. You are listening to One Life Radio.
1: Follow us on social media at One Life Radio
0: crazy water's benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the crazy well and people from all over flocked to this magical place. Back in 1904, the famous Mineral Water Company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com.
1: Contagiously positive. One Life Radio is back. (laughs) <laughs> jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock Jingle bells swing and jingle bells I
0: love that song, everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell and Dr. Joel Furman. We are continuing our live broadcast here from Dallas, Texas, and it is actually snowing here, you guys, of your wherever you're listening from, uh, and not not just California, but you know we're worldwide on iHeart Media. Dr. Furman, do you know that we even have people that listen in Japan?
2: Wow, that's amazing.
0: I know, and uh...
2: but
1: are we on in Guam?
0: (laughs) On in Guam? Is that a joke? I don't know.
1: When I was doing, I used to, years ago, I had my own live internet TV show that I used to do, Uh uh and I just one day asked if we were on in Guam, and so it kind of became a running joke. It's like, are we on in Guam? Can somebody (laughs) tell me, are we on in Guam? And then finally, one day, I got an email from a uh, military uh, base there in Guam, and they said, yes, you are on in Guam, we are watching your show, and they sent me a picture of them watching my internet TV show with a projector up on the wall in the barracks.
0: Oh, wow. That's so funny. So, uh, that is that's that's funny. I'm glad you explained it. I was like, so it's oh, only kind of halfway a <laughs> joke. <laughs>
1: that's
0: okay. That's what it's the holiday season. You get to joke around. We always get to joke around on One Life Radio. It's so great to be here, and it's always always great to have Dr. Furman with us. Uh, you know, and uh, we're, I wanted to say this. I know I'm being a bit braggadocious, but not really. You know, if it's true, it's not bragging. A lot of people in Australia listen to us too. All it's actually fascinating. I'll send you Dr. Furman. I'll send you a list sometime of where um, people listen to us. It's really. Um, it's remarkable, you know. Uh, the technology is remarkable of the internet and uh, and streaming, live streaming. So all really cool. So hello in Australia and Japan and whoever else out there G'day, is Mites. listening, huh? Goodbye, Mites. <laughs> yeah, well, Australia and America have a lot <laughs> in common, right? I think so. Um, well, that t- they both share the same language. Number one, uh, there's a lot of. If you lot say of so. <laughs> I think there's a lot of commonality. What do you guys think, <laughs> Dr. Furman? <laughs>
2: I think a lot of people are listening while going to the bathroom.
0: <laughs>
2: there you go. Put that in your head while you're doing the
0: show. Oh, my gosh. That is too funny. Oh, my gosh. You're too funny. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, so I'm going to continue the silliness, and then we'll, go, we'll get back to serious. Okay, so I already asked you about making the holiday meal. So here's, here's a good one. And I know your answer, Dr. Furman, because I'm not going to spill the beans yet, but would you rather go ice skating or go sledding?
2: Hmm. I'd probably rather go sledding because, as you may know, I'm a professional ice skater. I've spent right. more of my life on the ice than I have on the shoes on my feet. I was third <laughs> in the world in in pair skating in 1976. That's crazy. So I probably so because it's like my job. I probably wouldn't go ice skating. I'd probably yeah. do something different and go sledding or something or mountain climbing or you know or surfing or something else, other than <laughs> ice skating. But if yeah, a bunch you... of people wanted to go ice skating and wanted me to like help them or teach them or something, I'd be happy. Uh-huh. to You know.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I would go um, sledding because I I skate on my rear end. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah. Well, they're both fun. They're both fun. And I did a lot of them growing up in upstate New York. I did a lot of ice skating. We had an ice skating rink and at by Thompson School, which was the little grade school that I went to for only one year. Other than that, I was in Catholic school my whole uh, my whole youth. But uh but yeah, and then we used to go sledding and I'm th- having a fond memory here of myself and my brother Mike who went to the again, it was at Thompson Park and there's this big, you know, sledding and then there was also where you could ski as well. But we were sledding that that uh early that it was it was uh in the it was almost at the uh, where the sun was going down so it was it was at uh, dusk at dusk and my brother and I wanted to go up one more time well and guess what we hit a tree and we both ended up in the hospital <laughs> Ouch Oh god <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I fractured my <laughs> collarbone and he broke his nose and all kinds of stuff we were a mess, but we Good memories, right? <laughs> we had a lot of fun oh, until God. we got hurt. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's that time of year to share stories like that that are so fun from our childhood. Or, you know, you being in a professional, a professional ice skater. That's impressive, I have to say. And I, that's why I thought when I, I read that, I thought, oh, Dr. Furman will love that one. I, I wonder what he'll say. And I, I'm actually surprised at what you said. I thought you'd say ice skating so you could get back on your skates.
2: Yeah, I could. But sledding's kind of fun, you know. Yeah. But as long as you don't hit do a with tree the too. in the winter, <laughs> yeah. you know, now that I'm living in the, in the West coast though, we can't sled, but you can go sledding or surfing on sand dunes out here.
0: There you, you go. Know? Yeah. Cause that's so right. When S- the East
2: coast, of course, the, the snow of course is fun.
0: Yeah, it's all fun. It is. And, uh, it's great to be here. As I said, well, let me ask you this. So, you know, uh, Dr. Furman, um, what are what are some of the worst holiday foods that we should definitely avoid, and what are some of the traditional holiday foods that you approve of?
2: Well, you know, I'm, I want people to avoid fried foods, things that are fried in oil, because they go right from your lips to your hips in like five minutes flat. <laughs> you know, all this greasy stuff.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: so take the oil out of your food. Don't throw those extra calories on it. You know, and anything that you obviously— um, You know, it's one of my favorite traditional foods that I want people to eat are artichokes. We're just talking right Mm. here about artichokes, and this time of year, pomegranates, like artichokes and pomegranates, are available this time of year. And this time of year, my most favorite food this time of year is you can buy them are persimmons. And there's two types of persimmons, Mm. the hitachi and the suyu persimmons. Those are really delicious foods. But there's so many great foods now. Artichokes, um, people don't realize. We were just talking. You can cut them in half cut out the choke, and steam them for 18 minutes. You cut them in half through the through the um, stem first. Mm-hmm. Open them up, so half, and then you cut along the line between the, where the choke and the heart is to remove that little fuzz, and then you steam them for just 18 minutes. And they're so delicious, they're even good with nothing on them. Mm-hmm. And they're high in protein, low in calories. They fill you up. So the secret food, the secret to getting through the holidays without impairing your health are eating large amounts of great-tasting, low-calorie foods. Like baked eggplants, roasted cauliflower, mashed potatoes, you know the the artichoke hearts, lots of great tasting fresh fruits that are in season nowadays, and the great foods are in a lot of citruses and fruits in season. But also, this is the perfect season, obviously, for persimmons, pineapple, and you know, and, and of course, um, you know, and of course, eating a lot of the what's what's the other food that is um the other fruit that's so in season right now.
0: Uh, uh, oh, kum,
2: kumquat. well kumquats are hard to find yeah, yeah, yeah those but, are hard to find
0: i don't know yeah, what, but, uh, what what other fruit i know that the the primisons uh or prism prism how do you say pers- it persimmons right persimmons, persimmons, persimmons is is i saw those persimmons season i saw those at costco you know and i almost bought a box of them but you know when you buy stuff in bulk like that but they'd make a great christmas gift to throw in a basket right or just make a little fruit basket for someone well that's a great gift
2: yeah, and it might be a little more money, but it's worth spending the money because you're healthy. You're spending money and it tastes like syrupy sweet candy, and it's really good for you. Like, there are two <laughs> types of persimmons. The, the Fiji persimmon looks like a tomato, like a flat tomato. Uh-huh. And that uh-huh. you can eat hard or soft. You can't go wrong with that because it's always good. But the other type of persimmon, the Hitachi persimmon, that's shaped like an acorn, that one is only good if you let it get extremely soft. So you have to buy it and let it sit in your house for two weeks before you eat it, so the bottom softens up. So the mm-hmm. whole thing, not just the top one, the bottom edge has to be soft, too. you got to let it sit forever. And remember, the ones that are shaped like a tomato, you can eat at any time. you got to buy them and serve them in the holidays. But the one, if you buy the Hitachi ones that are shaped like a giant acorn, then you have to let it sit to ripen in your house a long time. But they're unbelievably delicious, and people mm. should— Spend their extra money to try these things over the holiday. You don't have to spend hours in the kitchen making a fancy dessert mm-hmm. when you have a taste of a fresh persimmon. It's like eating, you know, nectar, delicious nectar, like a delicious pudding right from nature.
0: I can't wait to go. I'm going to go back and get some of those, too. You know, uh, Dr. Furman, were, were you always did you always eat this health healthy? Did becoming a doctor make you want to eat healthier or did you grow up in a family where you all, you know, ate uh, very well?
2: Well, when I was young, we didn't eat healthy. We were eating like, you know, you know tuna fish casseroles and macaroni and cheese. And, uh-huh. and we ate, you know, fried chicken and stuff like that when I was young. And then as as I got older into my teenage years and became more serious in my athletic endeavors and trying to be a world-class figure skater with, for stamina and not getting sick and strength be and just for better performance, you know, we started to watch our diets and eat better. And the time I became... You know, by the time I was in my late teens or early 20s, I was already, you know, reading nutritional books and studying this as a hobby. And my father, you utilized a lot of knowledge in the natural, you know, natural healing and natural um, health community of eating so healthy to like take care of his health issues, to lose weight, to get rid of his kidney issue, kidney problems. And I saw my father transform his health by changing his diet. So I then, eventually, you know, went from my family's shoe business, decided to make a decision to go back to medical school Mm -hmm. with the specific intent of being a physician specializing in nutritional medicine. Because I knew it would be a a very rewarding career with a tremendous amount of need for that type of um, specialty, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I can't even tell you. We're going to have to go to break here. But how refreshing it is to talk to a medical doctor that is so on it, you know, just so with it and just really understands the human body so well and the effect that what we put in our mouth, how how uh, imperative it is to our overall health. We're going to go for a quick break, everyone. More coming up with Dr. Joel Furman. Stay tuned. You're listening to One Life Radio.
1: You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at oneliferadio.com.
0: Hey everyone, I have to share a story about how amazing Terraflora Advanced Care is for gut health. So my friend Liz contracted a debilitating intestinal bacterial infection about a month ago. Her doctor told her she could have died if left untreated. He prescribed a strong antibiotic that treated her infection, but unfortunately left her with terrible stomach bloating along with other intestinal issues. I recommended that she take Terraflora Advanced Care to help her replenish the good gut bacteria lost by taking the antibiotic Liz said she could tell the difference in her gut immediately after taking the advanced care, her stomach bloating went away, and she could feel her gut working the way it's supposed to. She says Terraflora advanced care has been a game changer and she won't go without it. I hear stories like this all the time about Terraflora Advanced Care and all the Terraflora probiotics. I have been taking them for years myself, and I encourage everyone to visit EnviroMedica.com to see their full line of probiotics and find the one that's right for you. That's EnviroMedica.com.
1: We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. I love this song. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. You do it, Jay. don't want a dog, no dinky tinker toys. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. I want a hippopotamus
0: for Christmas. I love that song. I <laughs> Oh my gosh, everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio. We're having a lot of holiday fun here uh, from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia Studios, uh, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. We have Dr. Joel Furman continuing with us, and it's so great to have him here with us. We're talking about eating healthy for the holidays. And so, you know, Dr. Furman, so many people struggle over the holidays and have already, you know, blown their diets. What do you want to say to them? Do you have any, like, just really solid advice uh, for everyone out there? struggling with holiday overeating?
2: Well, I don't think they're going to solve their overeating problem suddenly, but I think the secret is eating larger amounts of healthy food. We don't want people to go around hungry because then they'll be tempted to eat junk food. They have to eat, start to realize when they have these food temptation all around them, they have to fill up on soup and salad and vegetable dishes. And all these things, we're to- and, and spending some time as a family, making some really great-tasting holiday meals that are ba- that are healthy, mm-hmm. so they don't feel they are dependent on eating the greasy, calorically dense junk and food all around them. And you know, people, I'm, I know I'm sounding like I'm the naysayer or you know, no. messenger of bad news. No. But holidays are the peak season for heart attacks. This is mm-hmm. the peak season for heart attacks, and even moderate drinking in conjunction with overeating. Are linked to cardiac arrhythmias, strokes, heart, you know, and heart mm-hmm. failures. And you know, we're talking here about um, the holiday heart. The hospitals and doctors know that we've got to put all these more medical professionals on in the emergency rooms during the holidays, with so many people coming in with strokes and heart attacks and arrhythmias due to drink binge drinking and binge eating. So we really got to try to support each other, and mm-hmm. that means have fun with the family, playing games. Think, telling jokes, doing activities, going, doing things that don't involve food, and eating sensibly and drinking sensibly because we love each other, we want to support each other, and we don't want to use food as a drug and use the holiday season as a time to binge and have our health deteriorate and cause tragedies in people's lives or in our lives.
0: Absolutely. And staying active, too. You know, I bought a pickleball set that I'm, um, I got wrapped. It's, uh, Here we go uh, with the pickleball the- again. <laughs> Has the pickleball craze uh, hit Southern California yet, Dr. Furman? Uh, in the San Diego area? Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: It has at my retreat here in San Diego. We built a pickleball court here last Oh, year. my gosh. I love yeah. it. And we play <laughs> pickleball all the time.
0: <laughs> I bought all the pickleball stuff and I'm going to tape off what's well, snowing right now so I can't but I bought duct tape yesterday <laughs> to make regulation size on my uh, where my basketball court is so we can play pickleball and extra balls oh. because I've never done it but I'm guessing you got to run around and get the balls collect them afterwards right in a little basket wh- for the ones yeah. and and so uh that 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 doesn't surprise me. So how how uh how are you at pickleball Dr. Furman? are you pretty good at
2: it? I'm pretty good at it. But my recommendation <laughs> for pickleball is that's it. Play with your weak hand. Learn to play with both. Have two hands, forehands, ah. because the court is small. You it's hard to reach when the ball is moving so low to the court with uh-huh. the backhand to get down low on your net on your backhand side. So it really improves your game if you practice pickleballs with your weak hand. Try to play the whole game with your weak hand, and then go back to playing with both hands. So you have two forehands in pickleball instead of using one hand for the forehand and backhand. It increases oh, your reach in both directions.
0: I can't wait. I didn't. So you, I, I, you know, I haven't even looked at the rules yet or anything. We just Chris Gronkowski, uh, you know, the Gronk, one of the Gronk brothers. He talked about it last week on the show, and um, and I guess there's a pickleball craze going on here in Dallas. Anyway, we're just uh, well, we're always behind California, right here in Dallas. <laughs> I think the whole world is. They're always doing cool stuff in California first, but uh, um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know about it. So do you use you use both hands when you play, or no, only one hand? Or you've said no. Practice. I do.
2: I use both hands, and I'll even spin the serve. Look well, at I'll you. Well, undercut the underhanded serve with my left hand, and I'll undercut it with my right hand <laughs> to make the serve curve and bounce in different directions when it hits the court. I'll switch hands on the serve, and the person's not usually seeing which hand. And they can't figure out which way the ball's going to curve when it bounces. So the servant pickleball, different than tennis, you know, doesn't have that much um, velocity. Because it's mm-hmm. an underhanded serve, usually. So, by spinning it when it bounces, so it throws the person off guard if you make it bounce mm-hmm. crazy. So, I usually, you know, so that, other, you know, so it gives you a little advantage. So, yeah, definitely learn to play with both hands when you're, when you're trying to learn to practice. I smell yeah. a team forming here.
0: Yeah. No, I'm going to go back and listen to what Dr. Furman said and take pickle notes.
1: So-, get, get a- <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I can destroy my competitors. No, I'm sort of joking, not really. But it's good to be competitive. Competition breeds success, right, Dr. Furman?
2: especially when you're outdoors <laughs> doing physical activity because you compete against yourself, you know. You yeah. compete whether you're hiking or climbing or, you know, in the gym. You're competing against yourself, and the best satisfaction is seeing your own improvement, you know. Uh-huh. I'll no. sometimes just play against the wall just to work on an aspect of my tennis game or something just because I want to see something getting better. It's not it as to do with, you know, it's just like you're feeling, oh, I'm getting something, fixing something, or getting it right or improving something.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and let's talk, we've only have about, I'm going to say three minutes before the music plays. Let's talk about the importance of getting your body moving and exercise. You know, you've, it sounds like you've exercised your whole life. I have too. Um, And I, and I, and I just, you know, I can't imagine my life without all the movement and the exercise that I enjoy so much. But from a medical standpoint, why is exercise so darn important, Dr. Furman?
2: Well, it increases the efficiency of the cell, to process energy, and which means that your, your body is resting more when you're not exercising because you pushed it to work more efficiently when you are exercising. So it's not just the caloric burn, but keep in mind when you activate a muscle group by exercising, that muscle group is going to be more metabolically active burning calories for the next like 5 to 10 days. So you don't just burn more calories while you're exercising. You're burning more calories from the muscles you activate through exercise in subsequent days. So the, the more exercise, the more different parts of the body you activate, your stomach, your back, your legs, your thighs, your arms, your, your chest. You do a, and, and you do different muscle groups and different types of exercises all, all the time. So your body's always getting the extra calories off. Because we've got to face it, that we're in a toxic food environment mm-hmm. where there's an ab- abundance of excess calories. And most Americans, I always say we live on half of what we eat and the other half lives the needs of our doctors,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which means that obviously we're eating way too many calories, that so we have to exercise more and eat less. And the skill to eating less is eating larger volumes of low-calorie food like salads and eggplant and soups and vegetables. And the secret to exercise, obviously, is when you're just doing one exercise and that's sore, go do a different part of the body or do a different exercise the next day, is do a variety of exercises in your repertoire. Keep mm-hmm. the whole body activated, not just one thing, the same thing. Don't always do rowing or always do hiking or always do biking. Try to do, get your whole body involved with different types of exercises. So you have every mem- member of your baseball team has its role to play.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Oh, and perfect execution, Dr. Furman. There's the music. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Look at you, your precision on the radio too, just like a precision skater and doctor. I love it. So, you know what? We got to wrap this up. I hate to I hate to wrap the show up, but you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your holiday season. Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Christmas to everyone out there listening, and Merry Christmas, all of it, and Kwanzaa, all of it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Doctor Furman. It was great being with you today.
2: My pleasure.
0: That's all right. about it. Yes. All right, everyone. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. We've got a show tomorrow, and we'll be on the air next week as well. Uh, so. Uh, you know get out there be careful when you're driving be courteous to other people it's 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 easy to be kind just do it all right you get one body you get one mind and you get one life be sweet parakeet